Hello everyone. I'm Katie. And I'm Chelsea. And this is You Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop, a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. On this week's episode, we will be talking about our favorite comebacks from November of this year. We are so close to the end of the year, guys. Oh boy. Um, but before we get into that, Katie, what have you been up to since last week? AKA since like two or three days ago since I saw you. Um, literally. Also, DC, what have you been up to? You just sneezed. <laughs> oh. Katie's cat loves this podcast and loves to be on it. So <laughs> he really does. Like he's he slept all this time up until like right now. Now he's like, hello, I want to talk about the November comebacks also. <laughs> Apparently. Um, but as far as like things I've been doing, literally nothing but BTS. Yeah. Like, I mean, we recorded the episode last week on Sunday. Um, about BTS and then we went to another BTS concert and then I did two days of work and then we went to go see BTS again mm-hmm. on Wednesday then you and I hung out we went to the K-pop store we had breakfast and then we watched BTS again mm-hmm. and then we slipped into a deep deep post-concert depression <laughs> that's correct <laughs> it's been it's been hard. I'm not going to lie. Um, I think it's worse this time than it's ever been previous times because we haven't had any concerts in like almost two years. So because of that, like going three days hard and just full of adrenaline and all of that stuff and then watching the online concert. Oh, my God. I was like, I was seriously not prepared for how emotional I got during the last, the very last one. And I was watching it online and I like, I went through three in-person concerts, didn't cry once during Blue and Gray. And then I was a sobbing mess. (laughs) It started and I was like, oh my God. (laughs) Crying. It's true. I... I don't know. I just got so sad at the end and I just started crying because I was like, they're done. It's over. Who knows when we'll see it. And they kept saying like, we really hope to see you again. We really hope this isn't like the end for a while. Like, yeah. And I was just like, oh my God. They." I think I was almost sad because I knew they were sad. It's because it's been an interesting, um, It's been an interesting set of emotions. I saw somebody say something very interesting on Twitter. They said that my entire feeling this whole time I've been seeing them is I'm so excited they get to see ARMY, that they Mm -hmm. get to perform in front of ARMY versus I'm so happy I'm here. That's what it's really been. Both for sure. Yeah. Like, Like, obviously, we are so excited to see them, but I feel like we're almost more excited for them to see us. Yeah. It's been, cause it's been interesting. Cause like, like talking to people about it, like we did see three of the exact same show basically in a row, but each one felt different. Like the first show was like full of excitement. It was the, Oh my God, I can't believe we're all here together. Finally, after so long. And there was this like overwhelming feeling the whole time. And it was like almost too emotional because like they were getting very emotional about it they didn't cry or anything namjoon cried during uh sound check and then Mm -hmm. he cried the last night um but hobie i was dying because like hobie was like on the verge of tears and i was like if he cries we're all done for like the rest of us i feel Um, like he was on the verge of tears every single night every night and and i feel like Maybe Jimin was crying behind his glasses a little bit. He did for nights. sure. And then and then V cried the last night as well. And so did Jungkook. Like it was mm-hmm. it was a lot of like mixing of emotions. And on top of that, it was like they changed their uh their encore songs every night. So like the mm-hmm. first night is um epilogue. No, it wasn't epilogue. It was geez, Bo- oh we are we are, are bullet- bulletproof proof the, the eternal. eternal and then uh answer love myself which was just we've talked about that about how emotional that was and then the second day we were like there's no way there's no way they're gonna play spring day it's not gonna happen they played young forever and and spring Spring day Day. and it was it was one of those feelings where you're just like what do i do with my life now (laughs) 
Yeah, honestly. After hearing this song I've been wanting to listen to for so long, like it sounds ridiculous, but it's just like there was so much emotion in the whole like stadium. It was super, like emotional, emotional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like I just wanted to be able to sing the like at the end when mm-hmm. they like get quiet and it's just the whole stadium filled with everyone singing and it was worth it. And then um like what was it? Night two, we got uh, Megan the Stallion came and they did a remix of Butter, which according to tons and tons of people, they have never heard a crowd get that loud ever. And people are really? like, I've been to concerts so much and they were like the decibel level of how intense like the audience got and how loud they got. Like they said that it was like nothing they've ever heard before. And I don't, I think that's why when she walked out, she was just like, Oh my God. I know. I don't think she even like actually performed half of her lines because she was so shocked because like we couldn't even hear her. That's how loud the audience was. Like we could not hear her over the sound mm-hmm. of the crowd. Yeah. And it was sensational. Like she was totally. amazing. BTS was amazing. Um, and then the third night, Halsey was there. She didn't perform with them, but everyone was so excited that Halsey was there. And what was it? The second night, they were like, we could totally fit another song in here. And they did. <laughs> they fit Idol. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. Sorry, they did Idol. Yeah. They did. They stuck in. Uh, they did Save Me to I'm Fine. And then Idol. Um, yeah. And it was, it was a different vibe. And then two days of break, everybody was very refreshed. Come back for day three, everyone's hyped. And it was really funny because BTS kept sending messages, right, on Weverse and on Twitter on Tuesday. See you soon. Can't wait to see you. I was like, come on. We've been apart for two days. And they just like. They missed us terribly. I missed them too so much. Yes. In those two days. And then day three was like super it was, silly. It was Everyone ridiculous. Was in, like, such a goofy mood, and it was so much fun. Like, well, we were freezing for one because it was oh, cold, yeah. and then it was foggy as hell, like inside the stadium, which was a weird feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were they were in a silly mood. They were having so much fun, and then they decided they were like, mm, "These people have been having too much fun. I'm gonna hit them with the one-two emotional punch." And they did. Uh, they mixed the two encores from the previous two shows and they did answer love myself and spring day yeah yeah did i sob the entire time during those two songs absolutely yeah Um, did i lose my voice for sure (laughs) yeah but yeah and then like the last show was just like super extra emotional and then all the birthday surprises for Jin were everything did you know that when everyone lit up their phone on wednesday for like they put their camera light on on their phone like their flashlight Mm -hmm. on on their phone during blue and gray that was actually an event that army had planned i didn't know that oh i didn't either i I was like my phone's dying i can't do that right now (laughs) i thought that everyone was just like oh we should do this but then I saw oh. a video, and it was a video of JK. They were like, oh, when JK saw all the flashlights for the Blue and Gray event. And I was like, oh, that was an event. I wish I knew, because there was, like, a really long period where the light sticks weren't on. Mm-hmm. And I kind of missed it, because, like, during Black Swan, I think, they, like, they had no light sticks on. Or I think it was Blue or Black Swan. Yeah. It might have just been. Well, that's why they did the, I think, yeah. on the second the third day they decided to do the the flashlights during mm. uh blue and gray because they didn't have the light sticks on for those two times mm-hmm. um but the birthday events for Jin on the last day were super sweet like armies are like on a different level because they had people put together these hearts on a, ra- a circle piece of white paper and they were doing it they were gluing them outside really like, i didn't even know i thought they were uh Someone took a picture of it. I thought it was actually um, not paper, but like. Some of them were paper. Some of them were like those bendy fan things. Yes, 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 yes. I think the bendy ones were like down in the front. Yeah. And then the the paper ones were like up higher. But it said Jin's name in a heart. And that was for his birthday to show when he um, introduced himself. Mm Mm-hmm. 
and he got super excited and he was trying not to get emotional because he didn't want it to affect his performance. And then at the end, when they did their closing meds, he, uh, they like did the wave and the wave ended in a surprise from BTS to Jin and army, which was like ending with like Jin and it was multicolored and it said happy birthday and all that stuff. So like the only person that was getting super extra surprised was Jin. He was the only one who mm-hmm. didn't know anything because BTS put that together for Jin and for Army and then Army did the Moon Project, which is they mm-hmm. made these paper covers for light sticks. They made 5,000 of them. Dang. And distributed them all on the floor seats. That's And so then they cool. encouraged people to make them themselves so they could be mm-hmm. up higher and basically like they put them over the top of their light sticks so that everyone would see a crescent moon with their lights lit up. Mm-hmm. And so like Jin was like, oh my God, look at that. And then Hobie, they sang him happy birthday. And then Hobie was like, oh my God, look at the light sticks. And then Jin just like. He got emotional. He got super emotional. It was really cute. Um, I love, I love when they do like the projects. It's super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, bought uh, BTS merchandise, which I didn't plan on doing. Um, yeah, bought stuff definitely didn't need. <laughs> um, do I regret it? Absolutely not. Would I have regretted it if I didn't buy it? Absolutely. So whatever. Yes, exactly. Um, we got and, all we could get. <laughs> yeah, I got the, I got two pickets. I got Jimin and Taeyong. I have V. And then I got the premium photo 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 of jungkook and the group and then i bought the bandana which i was like i'm absolutely not buying this orange bandana bought it (laughs) zero self-control i was talking to the girl she was like is that it i was like absolutely like if i keep standing here i'm gonna buy more please just just bring me out (laughs) (laughs) please for the love of god take my money (laughs) she she started laughing she thought that was really funny um and then I finally got my Map of the Soul 1 DVD in the mail, which I I sent you a message and I was like, send me Jin vibes, pulled Jin as my PC. I couldn't believe it. You died. You I literally did die. died. I was screaming because like mm-hmm. I have bad luck with BTS and pulling um pulling my bias. Like I don't it doesn't matter to me who I pull. Like I'm happy with anyone. Um, but obviously like I want to pull my bias. And yeah. I got Jin in the muster, mm-hmm. which was shocking. And then I got Jin in the, the, love London. Yourself, the London, love yourself, speak yeah. yourself. Um, but every other one I've ever gotten has been V, after, like before that. And then I pulled Jin this time. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I'm still shook. It was a good card, too. I had good pulls. Like this a whole weekend mm-hmm. with um because I bought the Stray Kids Christmas Evil album. Um don't forget your basic. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> I watched Christmas Evil and I swear to God, I was like looking at something like, okay, uh-huh. You're the basic. Sure, okay. You're just gonna come on screen right now. Okay. <laughs> I'm um, mad at him, it's fine. Um, I pulled Chumbin and uh, Sungmin for my like glittery card, which was great. Mm-hmm. Um, what other album did I get? I got Monster X, and I pulled Ju Honey, and I think it was Minhyuk and I Am as the mm-hmm. the two card, and then the little poster was Hyunwon. And then I I have the little like bookmark thing was Ju Honey also, and he looks so good. <laughs> and he then it was Kihyun for the um the film strip. So I literally got something of everyone. So Yeah, it was perfect. It was like the best pulls ever. Mm-hmm. But don't forget, you're the basic. <laughs> For people that don't understand, in the Christmas Evil album, each member had like a little quote or a like little a little flirt line flirt or whatever. Line. And Sungmin, who's my bias, says, you are the basic. And you don't know whether to that's it. take it as a compliment or be offended. <laughs> I, but like that's it. No expl. I I don't understand. I'm like, are you calling me basic? Are you saying I'm the standard? I I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but it doesn't sound very nice. The best one out of the whole book, besides that one, is Lino's, which says, "Come, I have cats at home. Come over." Yes. <laughs> 
on my way. You felt very called out on that I one. I felt, I was like, are you, I don't, what? <laughs> Excuse me? Excuse me? I love cats. But yeah. Fine. I'm the basic, so. <laughs> That'll never not be funny. I'm sorry. Okay, I've <sighs> taken up so much time. What about you? Uh, oh, yeah. I also did all the things with you with BTS. Yes. <laughs> um, Very sad to be done, but I'm also very tired. <laughs> it was it's so exhausting week. So much driving. Like, I don't driving, want to drive in line anywhere. Um, I don't want to stand in line again for a long time. <laughs> Same. Um, but it was great. It was a f- obviously like my first concert or sorry, first K-pop concert experience. I loved it. Saw, you know, Spring Day Live twice. So I feel like I can die now. It's great. Um, yeah, it's it, it's gone by in a blur. And yet it's also felt like the longest week of my life. It was like too short and too long at the same time because I had two days off. Of, we had like days off of work. Yes. And but I've also like have not been home for yeah. longer than sleeping. So it's it's been it's been a weird week. Um yeah. Everglow had their comeback this week, which has been great. Um it's such a different comeback for them, mm-hmm. I feel like in terms of sound. Like Everglow does not miss for me. And they did not miss this time as well. And it's such a it just sounds so different. For them, mm-hmm. but they did such a great job. It's such a great concept. Um, there's literally a line that you says, "Shiver me timbers," and I'm iconic. Iconic. <laughs> she goes, "Well, shiver me timbers," and I'm like, "Yes, girl, yes." <laughs> it's great. I love the song. Um, and then in between BTS, because I kind of sometimes need like I can't listen to like one thing for too long. Mm-hmm. Um, so in between our BTS days, I've been listening to like Akmu radio Spotify playlist because it's just been such a chill vibe. Um, I ever since we've done our Akmu episode, I've just been absolutely obsessed with Akmu and all the artists that are similar to them that Spotify has put in the playlist for me. I appreciate you, Spotify. Thank you. <laughs> Um, so honestly, yeah, that's kind of been it for me. Uh, this week in K-pop, twice as Jung Young revealed that JYP Entertainment, uh, turned down an offer for her to cameo in her sister's drama. My Twitter was blown up about this. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> they were, they were very mad. Also not surprised because JYP Entertainment has been kind of like really crappy for those kind of things. I don't yep. know what it is that they have against like acting acting or like for some reason with twice, like they're really bad about like giving them outside projects. Yeah. Like only just now, I feel like they've been getting other deals like Sana and Dion have uh like a makeup line or not a makeup line, but like they are, uh, what do you call it? Spokespeople. They have they yeah spokespeople. They have a brand deal with like a makeup line. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I think Mina has one with a clothing company. You know, like they all have their little like side things, but like barely. Like I feel like you barely see them doing any outside, like projects. So, kind of irritates me that they couldn't just give this to Jun Young, especially given that it's her sister's drama. Yeah. Um. It's fine. Uh, Jun Young has this little like YouTube series going on on this channel called Monotube where she like literally went camping with like her and her her manager and her staff. And mm-hmm. it was actually super cute. <laughs> she just like went camping on her own and she's just enjoying herself. And it's really cute. <laughs> uh, live label mates. I hope that is that how you pronounce that? Uh, entertainment company live live I don't l1 know. ve <laughs> I, I don't know to be for, to be honest why not anyway uh we in for mama moo and ailey ailey i 
thought it was Allie, but I'm not Allie? sure. Allie? Oh, it could be Allie. Are to release a duet single. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I love Lian. So I'm very excited for that. YG announced that Blackpink's Lisa has recovered from COVID and has been released from self-quarantine. Thank goodness. Mm -hmm. I'm glad that she's okay. Uh, BTS scored the biggest box score in almost a decade after four nights at SoFi Stadium. The four concerts alone in LA earned $33.3 million and sold over 214,000 tickets. Overall, BTS has earned the sixth best grossing engagement in Billboard box score history. Keep in mind that the five engagements ahead of BTS were nearly twice as long as BTS's. Did you look at yeah. what were in the top five? I looked I looked it up and um this is like the obviously like it's in almost a decade, so they they moved into this. Um the groups that are like ahead of them, they're like number of concerts in one location was like eight, 10, 17. Like that's how many concerts they had. BTS did four, four. Yeah. Four concerts. That's crazy. And they sold, they earned $33.3 million and sold 214,000 tickets. I feel like they could have done more too. Like if there was oh an gosh. actual like, bigger place where they could like do more days physically you know what i mean um what is it they would do it their stadium tour that they did for love yourself speak yourself like the highest grossing out of all of those concerts was rose bowl i think because Mm. it was because okay so sofi is not as big as rose bowl right so they sold fifty thousand tickets a night pretty much Mm -hmm. give or take somewhere in that in that range um, just probably just over 50,000. Um, Rose Bowl with, for a concert was like 80K. Mm-hmm. It was a lot. Like there were so many more people at Rose Bowl than there were at SoFi. And uh, SoFi could barely keep it together. Um, SoFi didn't get it together till like day three. And they barely got it together. I saw a whole thing about how they treated ADA people and all kinds of stuff. And it was oh, like, God, yeah, it is not it is not good. Like SoFi Stadium needs to work their stuff out if they cannot. They sent, they sent a survey email and I was like, oh, are you sure? <laughs> well, apparently the emailed uh, one is the one that that Hyde put out. It's the exact same one. Mm. And then Ticketmaster asked for a review. I was like, are you sure? <laughs> like, I'll tell you what I think. Mm-hmm. Like, Ticketmaster and SoFi need to figure their, their stuff out because SoFi is having many large concerts coming up because they kept advertising them during our show. If they can, like, they're honestly lucky that this was ARMY mm-hmm. and not a different type of like, crowd not saying yeah. that this is the same but like some of the things that happened were reminiscent of what happened at astro world in texas and it could have it could have gone, gone that way that way if it, it weren't for the fact that i think we were a pretty respectful crowd yes. even though the first night they stopped take checking vaccine cards and covid negative tests they also stopped checking bags and they stopped checking tickets because people got mm-hmm. in with fake tickets Yep. And people got in without getting any other stuff checked. That could have gone so bad for everyone mm-hmm. because we were sitting there and then it was like not busy. And then it was like thousands of people just like all of a sudden everywhere. Yeah. So they got it together a bit more by day three where they had like the wristbands and stuff, but still. Mm-hmm. So fi. Yeah. Anyways. All right. SF9 earned their first music show win for Trauma on KBS Music Bank, uh, which is very exciting. SF9's worked so hard mm-hmm. for, you know, for this. Ives' debut single, Eleven, becomes the first album to surpass 100,000 physical sales. That's crazy. They killed it on their debut, mm-hmm. may I just say. Killed it. Um, and Hypen celebrated their one-year anniversary. I can't believe it's only been a year. I feel like they've been in my life for a lot longer. I, I'm, I'm like, shook at how much they've accomplished in a year. I know, honestly. I think it's obviously because, like, 
I watched them on Island. So I guess it has technically been just a lot more than a year, but it just, they've done so much and they've done so well for a first year. Mm -hmm. Everglow released their music video for Pirate. Go check it out, people. <laughs> Not at all biased. Chung Ah released the music video for her new song, Killing Me, also not biased. Definitely go check that out. <laughs> um, Peaches by Kai is out now. Also very good. Like, we we got some, like, absolute bangers at the end of this month. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Jin released a new song and music video for his birthday called Super Tuna, and he is pissed that how well it's doing. <laughs> he... Like, if anybody watched his V-Live for his birthday, I didn't because it was, like, at 2.30 in the morning. Right. I was like, bro. Like, I would expect that if he was, like, in Korea, right? Like, to be mm-hmm. that late. Like, he did that that late while being on East on West Coast time. <laughs> I know. Um, But his face after he listened to it the first time, he was like, why did I release this? And it has just, like, taken off within the fandom and and the more he posts on weavers asking us to stop doing the super super tuna challenge the more he tells us like please stop making this a thing it's going to keep getting bigger and it's going to become a thing more um that's why i'm dying because half of bts went home right so uh jin jin jimin and jungkook flew home Mm -hmm. and the rest of them are still here but those are the worst two people he could have flown home with after releasing Super Tuna and, like, what happened. I was like, you know they were just, like, all over him. Like, Young, have you seen, like, this thing that they did? Did you see this? Did you see <laughs> Did you see their challenge is getting bigger? Did you see that they're making all these edits? Did you see? Oh, God. It's so funny. It's, it's honestly, really like... All the memes and the videos and stuff. And like, it's just, it's it's like bringing the fandom together. It's the only thing that's keeping us together from post-concert depression, to be honest. It really is. We need, we need the sort of crackhead energy. He released it at the perfect time because everyone is just sort of latched onto it and won't let it go. So um, <laughs> that music video, which is like a minute and change, is, is like, it has like over 8 million views. <laughs> love it someone was like everyone streams super tuna seriously what was really funny is like someone was like was like jen did you forget that you're part of bts where you literally have this like entire powerful fandom like i think he forgets honestly behind you i think bts in general forgets that they're bts sometimes Mm -hmm. um but i mean rm gave that perfect answer to that question about how they stay humble so exactly um but yeah like uh, I mean, you guys did say that you got army right behind you when you say so. Boy, we're going to be behind you whether you want us or not. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which is the situation. All right. Mama Moo's Moonbeal is to release a solo soon. I'm incredibly excited for that because this looks so different to like her other solo mm-hmm. albums. I love it. And then last but not least, Stray Kids released Christmas Evil and music videos for Winter Falls and 24 to 25. Okay, I watched Christmas Evil. Mm-hmm, um, same. And I'm dying over the part where they're, like, all shivering. And then the camera cuts to Hyunjin. And he's just, like, ah, glistening. <laughs> like last time. I just love the fact they rhymed Feliz Navidad with Felix. What did they say? Felix. Oh no, I can't remember. Oh, people in the people are screaming in their cars at me, but whatever. It was a great line. <laughs> I was dying. That video was ridiculous and it was super it was good. great. It was really great. I wasn't sure how I'd like it because I don't really typically like Christmas releases, but this was a very anti Christmas release, I feel like. And classic stray kids, like they were just absolutely great. Yep. Yeah. All right, let's move on to our main topic. As we mentioned at the top of the show, we will be talking about our favorite comebacks from November of this year. Um, yeah, this was this was a super interesting month for me, personally. Uh, I thought it was like full of stuff, and then I went through the list, and I swear to God, I didn't have anything till like the middle of the month. Yep, same. It was super strange. Um, I think it's because a lot of stuff that came out at the end of October, I was still listening to it well into November. And then obviously twice came along in November 12th and my whole month was 
distracted with that. Uh, so before I jump into all that, Katie, do you want to start us off with your November comebacks? Yes. Um, I was also going through the list and I was just like, oh, uh, did I listen to nothing this month? Yeah, I was actually like concerned I was looking at the wrong month because yeah. I think I was like all the way to November 8th and I was like, I have nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. DC, what was your favorite? He's still on Super Tuna. He's still on Super Tuna because his favorite food is tuna. So, you know, he likes that one. Exactly. Um, That's that's a December comeback. Not yeah, even sorry, a comeback. It's a, it's a December just release. Bless you. Um. <laughs> okay. So first on my list is NJ from Astro released like a trot kind mm. of song um, called Get Set Yo. Um, It was interesting. Okay. Um, MJ, right? MJ, yeah. Yeah, uh, I think the alternative name for it was Happy Virus. Happy Virus. Well, that was like the name of the album. Oh, my bad. Of the single album. There's like two songs that he released um, from that. I This one was fine. I watched the music video. It was cute. Like, I just... MJ's precious. Um, it was definitely not a song that I normally listen to, but I listen to it because it's, you know, MJ from Astro. Exactly. Um, and then Jen released a uh, original soundtrack for a show um, called you- he. The song is called Yours, and it was beautiful. It was. It really was. Like that man has a voice for OSTs, and he should always be releasing OSTs. And I was so excited when they announced that Jen was like releasing a song for it. Mm-hmm. Super good. Um, and then One Us came out with a new album. They are like on fire this year because they released so much. They really have. Them and Stray Kids released a lot this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so One Us released Blood Moon um, with the title track Luna, which was very, very good. The whole album is very good. One Us is one of those groups where it's like they never have a bad album. Yeah. Yeah, I like, agree. Didn't this get them their first win, too? Yes. Yes, it did. They got their very first music show win with Luna, and it was beautiful and deserved. Mm-hmm. Like, some of their other songs have been absolutely phenomenal, so it's always like, why have they not won yet? And it was mm-hmm. just perfect timing, and they absolutely deserved it for Luna. It was very, very good. Um, Victon released a cute song for Alice to celebrate their anniversary um, called Sweet Travel, which was really good. Um, the music video was very good, too. Um, I miss Victon. <sighs> yeah. I miss them. I mean, because one of their members is in the military, so they're not really doing much right now. Um, I did miss, I do miss them a lot. Um, and then TXT released a, a Japanese uh, single album. I think it's EP. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but they released a Japanese version of Zero Times One Equals Love Song, I Know I Love You. And it was so good. Like mm-hmm. It really was. The music video was super good, too. And the song sounds super amazing in Japanese as well. I mean, I already loved it anyway. So it wasn't a yeah. far step to, like, <laughs> still love it. Even, like, when they uh, trans- put it into a different language. So, um, love that. Eric Nam... There was, like, this one day where, like, three different music videos were, like, dropped at exactly the same time. So you had to, like, decide, like, who are you going to listen to first? Exactly. Um, Because it was literally Eric Nam, Mark, Twan from GOT7, and then uh, Twice all released a music video at 9 p.m. on the same day, Pacific. Mm -hmm. And I was like, which one do I listen to first? Um, (laughs) I did Mark's. I listened to Mark. So Mark Twan um, from GOT7 released Last Breath, which was a single that he dropped. Um... The music video was very good. I love vocal Mark. I love his rapping. His he's very good uh, rapper, but also like his vocal his vocals have been getting like a whole lot better. And he keeps talking about like how he's gonna like this is only the beginning, and everyone's like, "You gonna drop this album already?" Like we're tired of waiting. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we're ready. Um, it was just a tease of like what's to come. So I can't wait to like hear more. Oh my god, cat. <laughs> DC, you're. you're- Come on on the podcast. I know. Um, and then Eric Nam released a song called Any Other Way. Mm-hmm. 
I loved this song way more than I probably should have. Um, it was clear that he filmed the music video in Georgia, mm-hmm. which is like where he's from. So there was this part where he was like standing with a horse and there was like shadows from the tree across his face. And he just like looks dead into the camera. And I was like, screenshot favorite part. Yes. <laughs> he looked great. He looks super good. And the song was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause he did that thing where he like sent the text and he was like, he goes, watch the music video, go to bed, watch it again when you wake up, and then text me your review. So I did that, and he actually responded So Aww. to me. So I love that. Um, So those have been really great. Like, Aaron has been on it with the singles this year. Like, he's mm-hmm. been releasing one, like, almost every month because he had another one last month. Mm-hmm. My cat is having a meltdown. Um. <laughs> And then Big Naughty released a song called Stab with the featured Ej or Jay from Day6. Um, the song was very good. Music video was good. It was very exciting because, like, Ej is now, like, he's now going to be, like, featured more and he's doing more stuff. So it's great to, like, see his name just keep popping up all the time um, because Jay needs more love and we need more stuff from his Ej project for sure. Um, Monster X. <laughs> Monster X. So I had put off watching the music video for Rush Hour for a while, mm-hmm. and I just watched it right before we recorded. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yes, this is why I was screaming at you to watch it. Jew Honey needs to calm down. <laughs> like, like, okay, so. So Monster X released No Limit, which is their Korean album that they released. And next week, they're releasing an English language album called Dreaming, which is 19 plus, by the way. Um, so the title track is Rush Hour, and I listened to it. I watched the music video, and good lord. Yeah. Like, yeah. Monster X is, like, there is something, like, we are not going to survive February. I've <laughs> already I told you it was so good. Like, they looked super good. Didn't know Hyunmon could look that good in a pair of safety glasses, but okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but like, so Hyunmon is my bias, right? And like, Jew Honey has been bias wrecking so hard. I don't know what to do with myself. No, for real though, for real. Like him and I am are like him and this, I am have been bias wrecking. His, real they're hard. like they're like a tag team bias wrecking machine, and they need to calm down. But also, like Kihyun's vocals are again, as always, just oh, like on a different level, for sure. And I love the like spotlight that Minhyuk is getting these days too. Very true. Our step in leader, he's looking super great. And then Hyunwan needs to stop going to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> we're not we're on the such a good song it's so good it's so good that's why i'm like so scared because we're on the floor for monster x and i'm just like like we're on the floor and we're gonna be on the floor yes quite literally yeah (laughs) i literally saw this video of this video of jimin handing like handing something from himself to this girl in the audience as Mm -hmm. the like things are going by and she literally like fainted oh like i don't know if she actually fainted or not but she like collapsed on the ground after he handed it to her and i was like oh my god say oh my god i was, I would di- oh I was dying god. but but yeah that's why i'm like scared about monster x in february like it's coming it's sort of this like looming thing in the future which i'm really excited for but also like at the same time i'm dreading as a mom baby yes um and then sf9 dropped rumination which is their new album with the song trauma um sf9 uh bad song they don't know her (laughs) like Mm -hmm. ever super good still listening to their last album too is very good as well Mm -hmm. so like this one super good trying really hard not to buy it like it's on my christmas list so if anybody wants to buy me (laughs) a version (laughs) of rumination i won't say no um so yeah super good um, One We is releasing an they're releasing a whole album soon, but they released a pre-release single called Star, which was very good. 
Um, always need more stuff from one we because we never get enough from them. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. But Star was really good. Um, I didn't watch the music video for this yet, but you played it for me in the car, which is Wasa's Wasa from Mama Moo. I'm the bee. So good. It was great. Absolutely phenomenal. Like she is not only is she herself a stunning, but her music also stunning. Um, Correct. I absolutely loved it. And then Stray Kids Christmas Evil. <laughs> um, the music video was so good. Like it was way different than what I expected it to be. Oh, um, totally. But also like <laughs> I was dying from the, at the very beginning. I was laughing super hard at uh and um banchan's uh chenille <laughs> earphone <laughs> like earmuffs i was like oh tell me again who's sponsoring this music <laughs> they were all dripping in designer <laughs> yeah it was it was a lot but also the scarf that that felix had on his head at one point is the same scarf that he had during uh the ki- uh kingdom Oh, cool. It was one of the ones that he had tied around his waist or whatever uh, when he was mm. playing Deadpool. Nice. Um, But I was living for it. Like, Felix looked adorable. Lino, once again, Lino and Han, like, this entire year, like, they're, like, you can't escape. You can't. You just can't. I was, I'm still, like, I'm still stuck in that moment when the video just, when the, like, it paused and it was, like, slow-mo past Hyunjin. Mm-hmm. Like the last time, the the last like teaser that they did uh, for their last album, I was crying because even Chanmin was like, "Why does his music get to be different? Like, why is he different?" <laughs> because it's Hyunjin, obviously. Yes. Um, but I loved it. Even uh, uh, Winter Falls was really good. Um, I haven't watched the the video that they released today, which is twenty four to twenty five. Um, and I still need to listen. There's one other song on there, which is the English version of Domino. So I need to listen to both those. It's been really hard about listening to like stuff that just came out because the whole week has been nothing but BTS. So it was like, I know there's a lot going on. It was like a struggle to like listen to other stuff. Um, and then Kai from EXO released his release Peaches, which I watched the music video for that. And it's so good. It's like. He's got like that, that like sepia filter or whatever going on. And I'm just like, mm, girl, someone cast Kai in a historical drama right now. Let me Please. just see. He looks so good. He looks really good. I'm so glad that he dropped a new, like new music. Mm-hmm. Um, I was telling one of, uh, I had dinner with some people and I was telling one of them, I was like, I'm discovering XO one member at a time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what's happening. Like, it's been fun though. It's been super fun. I'm enjoying like it's a single member at a time as we like lean into EXO. I think maybe next year we'll finally like fully into EXO. Yeah, I'm um, excited about it. It's a big undertaking. They've been around for so oh, long. It's a huge undertaking. They're a massive, massive group. So, the, like, in, in terms of their people. popularity, discography. <laughs> everything they're massive like just the exos are huge like there's so many of them and then exo itself has a lot of members and then like their numbers have changed over time plus like i feel like we'll have to do a whole episode dedicated to all their solo projects i mean it'll it'll be a huge undertaking you mean sure. we can spend like 20 minutes talking about unvillage by Beckyan because that's still my favorite song <laughs> like a lot of a lot of Beckyan. I've listened to so much Beckyan this year. I love Beckyan, so I miss him very much. When is he coming mm-hmm. home? Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Like Kai's uh, peaches have pretty much like wrapped up for the comebacks for me. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been it's been an interesting month. Mm-hmm. Um, in that like. I didn't, I thought so much more had come out in relation to stuff I usually listen to, but it turns out that's not true. Yeah. I was pretty surprised. Um, Still going to make my end of the year even harder. Oh, I know for sure. (laughs) So yeah. What about you? All right. Well, I don't know if I listened to this before twice came out, but I, but it came out before twice. So need to, uh, which is a Japanese group under JYP, uh, released a song called Chopstick. 
and I always like the songs that they come out with. They're a very, very cute group. Um, the song sampled Chopsticks, like the song Chopsticks, and they like even start off by playing it on the piano. Um, and it's like a whole song of like, me without you is like, like doesn't make sense in the way that like using one chopstick alone doesn't make sense kind of a thing. Like that's like kind of the, the theme of the song, which is like super cute. Um, but the song is super catchy, obviously. Uh, really, really enjoyed that. Obviously twice for me was like, I feel like that's all I listened to all of November, but it's not true. <laughs> it just felt like it took, I'm honestly shocked that it came out middle of November because I feel like I've been listening to this for so much longer. Um, twice came out with scientist as their title track. Um, their full album formula of love was great. I thought, I thought they played with so many different genres within this album. Uh, they also did unit songs, which was super new for them. They typically don't do unit songs. Mm -hmm. uh, and they they were amazing. Um, Nyan rapped in her unit song, which was like shocked, shocked by that. She did a great job. Uh, some of my favorites were um, obviously Espresso was definitely <laughs> a favorite of mine. What, you like that song? Weird. I know. Weird. I know, you didn't so. talk about it at all or use it I, in a video for work. I, I didn't make a reel for my job with clips of espresso <laughs> playing espresso. No. I don't know what you're talking about. Weird. I don't I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I also loved Cactus. Cactus was a song that Gio wrote Cactus. with the point of view of her cactus because she said she she got a cactus right and then she killed it because she never watered it and so she wrote the song from the point of view of the plant watching its owner not like pass by through life and not taking care of it and i was like that's so sad geo are you okay oh my god <laughs> How do you kill a oh. cactus? I mean, I'm not a particularly great plant mom either, so I I feel that in my soul. Yeah. So yeah, um, there was just like a lot of really great songs. Uh, it, it's hard to list them all, but um, Moonlight, super good. A lot of people feel like Moonlight or Iconic should have been the title track. Um, not that I you know dis I I don't disagree nor the, nor do I agree because I'm like I love I love Scientist. And I love Moonlight and I loved Iconic. It was just a really great album that I feel like people, if they didn't like Scientists, they should definitely listen to the B-sides because B-sides were great. Um, Weki Meki, I think that's how you pronounce it, uh, came out with a song called Siesta, which I really enjoyed. I'm very, very, very casual about this group. I only like listen to their stuff if it happens to pop up on my feed. Um, but I really like the song. It was a very, uh, very chill comeback. Um, I watched a couple of their like live performances of it. I really enjoyed it. Monster X. I mean, <laughs> do we need to, do we need to go into that? This, that, that music video killed me for sure. I'm sorry. Um, I waited so long. Yes. Uh, it was a lot. I really liked it. I haven't listened to the rest of... No, I have listened to the rest of the album, haven't I? I don't know. I can't remember. It's been a weird month. Um, But I loved it. I love this video. I love the concept. Um, Yeah, I don't think there's anything more to say about that. Uh, we had an interesting collab this month. We've talked about uh it before. <laughs> Ed Sheeran... Had a remix of his song Shivers featuring Jesse and Sunmi. Um, really, honestly, truly was not sure what to expect from it, but I actually really enjoyed it. Uh, I thought Sunmi and Jesse really added something to the song. Sharon Opa. Sharon Opa. Ed Opa. Jesse and Sunmi did a fun interview. Yeah, it was very funny. Other. 
And it was so funny to hear Sunni call Ed Sheeran Opa. <laughs> Jesse also thought that was hilarious. So she was dying. She was like, she was like, Ed Sheeran, you're not my Opa, but <laughs> I'm glad they it. had fun though. I still need they to. They really did. Did you play that song for me? No, right. I don't think I did. No. Okay. I need to listen to it. Yeah, you should. They killed it. Like, Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. You can't go wrong with Sumi or Jesse. So. Exactly. Um, I'm waiting for the day that Sumi goes on Jesse's show because they had such fun like energy together. It was great. She needs to literally interview everyone. Absolutely. Um, I don't know if I'll ever listen to the original song- version because... <laughs> Ed Sheeran's stuff isn't always my favorite, yeah. but this was pretty good. This was pretty good. Um, Hwasa, obviously, we talked about already, came out with her single. Um, it's it's interesting. So it's the Korean word uh, sounds like bitch, right? Yeah. Which is the play on the word, similar to how Jenny and Solo did the bitch, I'm going solo, but it's supposed to mean like light or shine or yeah so that's kind of what i guess hwasa's also double meaning is playing with um it's like i'm the light or i'm a light or i'm a bitch but like she talked about going through an incredibly hard time after the success of maria because one it's hard to achieve that amount of success because you you feel like you have to top it but also I don't know. That could just be so scary becoming that successful. Um, And she felt like she needed to like to survive in the music industry. She needed to kind of become a bitch or at least that's kind of like the terminology that she was using is like, she felt like she needed to like toughen up a bit Mm -hmm. to be able to survive in the music industry. Um, So that's kind of what she came out of that with. And I think she did a really great job. It's a great song. Um, the music video was really, really good. Her performances of it were really great. Uh, her interview with Jesse was hysterical. <laughs> yes. Um, I obviously love Mama Moo and Hwasa and happy to see her uh, successful with this. Chunga came out with killing me mm-hmm. which chunga is like one of those solo artists that i i like is a never miss for me everything she comes out with i am like absolutely obsessed with um her song x was like i think in my top 10 <laughs> like top 10 of this year oh in fact spoilers dear oh yeah spoilers sorry uh like spotify i think didn't they do some sort of weird like thing in the middle of the year where they were like, they did some sort of like something similar to wrapped, but it was like slightly different. Didn't they? I remember. Cause I remember they like said, Oh, it's typical of you to listen to this song to start off your day. And I was like, Oh, are they calling me out on me listening to this song on my drive to work? Like, <laughs> Oh no. Yeah, so Spotify was like, you love Chunga. I was like, yes, I know. Killing Me was really, really great. Um, The music video was a lot more focused on her, like, acting ability and, like, telling a story, which I found to be really great because obviously Chunga is, like, an amazing dancer. So typically a lot of her videos show off her dancing ability and, like, it's very performance-based. Whereas this was very much more like acting. I feel like you hardly saw her dance at all in the music video. Um, But she's been doing like the TikTok, like killing me challenge and her dances are great. And she's done a couple of like performance videos with other YouTube channels and such. Um, The choreo is fantastic. The chorus just hits so well. I love the way that her voice has like been produced for the chorus because it's kind of this like I don't know it's like this uh there's like this really cool vocal effect on her voice in the chorus that I just really really like um 
I need to listen to it more because it only just came out like the last week, I think. So I'm only at the beginning of my love for this song for sure. Another video that surprised me that it was, it was one of those days in between the BTS concerts that we had off. Uh, I like watched like three videos back to back. Cause I was like, yo, everyone came out with a new video this week. And I had to keep adding a bunch of stuff to like my watch later. And this was one of the videos that I watched and it's a group called Signature and their song Boyfriend. And this is a girl group that I think I've heard of, but I've never seen anything from them before. But I really like this video. It was a very like cute young song, um, but like they just look really good. The, the video had a great budget. Um, I just remember really, really enjoying this song. So I always love discovering new girl groups. Clearly, I need more to add to my plate. Clearly. <laughs> I don't know why I do this to myself. And then like you, I finished the month off with Kai's Peaches, which I also watched uh, on that day off in between. Kai killed it. Like I said, cast him in a historical drama ASAP. He did great. The dancing was great. The video was like stunning, like big budget for a solo music video. Would you agree? Yes. Yeah. I thought it looked real good. Yeah. They, it was clear. They were like, Hey, um, so we haven't had EXO do stuff in a while. Here's some EXO budget. <laughs> exactly. Which is great. Um, I like that. They kind of had the like, actual peach and then the like prop peach and then like the digital peach it kind of yeah <laughs> they had a lot of different peach like versions of the peaches um it was just breathtakingly beautiful like such a beautiful music video for a male soloist you know what i mean it's definitely different it's a, a far cry like not far cry but like it's a very different vibe from his first album that he released for sure which i yeah. like it which i like which was like a lot darker mm -hmm. Um, in look and sound, I would say. Um, mm -hmm. It just, I don't know. It just looked really good. I really enjoyed it. He's like, and his, I'm... his voice was great. Like, his voice yeah. was so good. He's like, I'm soft and hard, guys. <laughs> yes. And I love that about um, artists, honestly. Like, yeah. that's, like, my favorite thing is when people, when they can do both. Like, that's why I can never choose between if I'm a hard stand or a soft stand because I I'm a both person. I like both. I don't I don't I don't know. I mean it makes sense a lot for me. I don't I don't know how to be a soft stand anymore. Like I want to be I'm both. But I'm like both. I maybe I am both because I've been seeing videos of Sugar and I'm just like absolutely feral. <laughs> But at the same time, I'm like, oh, my God, Jin's so cute. Oh, my God. And then I'm just, like, over yeah. here, like, <sighs> <laughs> over, like, feral over other members. Like, what is it? If if you can still be a soft stan and stan Monster X, like, I need to buy you, like, a cake or, like, a pie yeah. or a quiche like, or something. Like, soft only stan. Like, I don't. How? Like, I, in the same way, like, I don't know how anyone can be a soft only stan. I don't know how anyone can be a hard only. Because I'm just, like, they're so cute, though. <laughs> yeah. I I think I fluctuate back and forth between both. Because, like, like Jen was super sexy. And then also cute. <laughs> like, cute. 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 Like he had a, like I'm trying to cry over here, and Jin's got a flower in his hair, or he has exactly. little ears made out of his hair, like. But a whole RJ on his head. Oh my god! <laughs> but then you've got Sugar, who's just feeling himself like so much, and dumps half a bottle of water over his own head before he's splashed like, on the ground. Jeez. Oh uh, man! Excuse what me. What an interesting month. It's um, been it's been a whole thing between like all the out all the music that came out this month and concerts, concerts concert. starting to wrap like like ramp up. Um we've got our end of the year episode coming out soon. Like you know, we're I am already stressed about that I'm episode. So <laughs> I'm so stressed. I have a whole spreadsheet that I'm making. Oh, I did the same thing. Um 
I'm really excited. I hope you guys are excited because I noticed that a lot of our listener numbers have been going up for these type of episodes. These are like some of my favorite episodes to record because I get to talk about a lot of songs that I listen to during the month from like smaller groups that I don't typically get to talk about very often. I'm sure you're Mm -hmm. the same. Um, So I'm excited that you guys are enjoying these and I always find it super interesting to like hear about what other people are listening to. So I think that's why it's going to be kind of fun that we get to talk about like what we've listened to for the year and what our favorites are. And it's, it's like why we watch award shows and why we like our Spotify wrapped and things like that. Like it's been, it's been fun going back and listening to stuff from the beginning of the year because Mm -hmm. uh, I listened to an album that I was like, my God, this whole thing is so good. Like, where where has this been? And like, it, but it came out towards the beginning of the year and I kind of forgot about it. Mm-hmm. But like, I listened to the whole thing and I was like, oh my God, it's going to be in my top, like one of my top tens. Mm-hmm. It has to be because it was just so good. Like some of the songs, like I knew were going to be number one. Like I already yeah. knew like what was going to be in the top 10 for some of them. But other ones I'm like having a hard time picking hmm um so it'll be interesting categories that are going to be hard for sure performance category is going to be so hard mm-hmm. speaking of performances next week so you guys are mentally prepared uh we are doing our favorite award show performances for the yes. year which is from obviously like the Mamas, the Mellon Music Awards, the Asian Artist Awards, mm-hmm. things like that. So we got a lot of watching to do. Oh, yeah. I haven't even watched all of the performances from the Asian Artist Awards. I'm waiting for, like, official ones to get posted, but they haven't posted them yet. It's true. A lot of them are, like, real, like, 144p quality. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> Um, just so people know that the 144p joke is coming from people that were live streaming the BTS concert, uh, on Twitter. And cause that's like the quality that the video was in, but they were like, they watched the whole thing. I was dying. Okay. So they released the numbers, right. For like, I know we keep talking about BTS, but it's literally all we've been doing. Um, they released the numbers on like how many people watched like the live stream and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. not a lot of people watched the live stream of the last concert, like not as many as you would expect. And I think it was the time in which like, but I feel like people be lacking. I was up at two 30 in the morning to watch. <laughs> exactly. Excuse uh, you. Uh, <laughs> but Korean fans, but what was on. funny, I think it was like two or 300,000 people tuned in to watch the live stream. Hmm. But somebody posted a, 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 a screenshot of some of the number of people that watched the first concert on a, well, not so legal live stream from inside the stadium um, mm-hmm. on Twitter. A million people were watching it. That's what? why it was like, and it was like 144p. Like, it was bad. <laughs> it was bad quality for sure. But people were not going to miss it. Also, like, okay, so as much fun as it was in the stadium or whatever, I finally saw a clip of, like, people inside the YouTube theater. Dude. They look like they had the time of their lives in there. It looked like so much fun. Oh, that's awesome. Because That would have been so fun to do almost on the fourth day. They had the fireworks, and then they also like were launching confetti and streamers in there too oh, that's so cool and they still had the whole like light stick experience and everything yeah we oh, dang it we should have done that no i did not want to drive back to sofi for the no time. fair enough fair enough <laughs> like as as much as i was feeling the the like i was FOMO. i was feeling it real bad on that last day mm-hmm. but i can't even tell you how grateful i was to not have to drive i understand like i what is it for the first two days of the concert, I went through a f- almost a full tank of gas mm-hmm. to drive all the way out there. Well, granted, we did drive further than like Plenty, than the yeah. stadium because we had to pick somebody up, so we drove all the way out there and then back again. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of driving. Um, For sure. Welcome to Los Angeles. Traffic. That's right. Um, but yeah. 
November no, right. was good. November was good. Um, yeah, I think that's going to wrap up this week's episode of You Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop. The show notes for this episode and every episode can be found on our website, anchor.fm slash lovingkpoppodcast. Feel free to reach out to us via Twitter or Instagram by using the handle at lovingkpoppod. And if you want to chat with us in real time, you can join our Slack workspace or Discord server. Invite links for those will be included in our show notes. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and basically every other podcast app. And be sure to stay tuned at the end of the episode to hear a promo from all the shows on the Geek2Geek Media Network. And don't forget to visit geek2geekmedia.com to find out more on all of our network's podcasts and streamers. And until next time... Bye. When toxic culture has you down. When you're just looking to laugh and have fun. Kick back and enjoy watching a video game. Or just make some new friends. It's time to visit the Geek2Geek Media Network. A community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. Well, more of a family than a community. All dedicated to geeking out about the things we love. Things like video games, Star Wars, comics, movies, K-pop, Disney Plus, Keanu Reeves, new, or whatever our community decides is the next best thing. That's right. We have a great online community on Slack and Discord where we chat about our weekly geekery with listeners and viewers. And each other. Yep, and each other in real time. And we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes, Keanu.